I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light on Light Through, episode 282, my review of Bridgerton, the second season. Well, Bridgerton is a little off the beaten track of the science fiction fantasy and detective police fiction I usually review here on this podcast, but as I pointed out in my review of the first season, which I also reviewed here on this podcast, and there'll be a link to that review in the show notes of this episode, Bridgerton is a kind of alternate history. And besides, it's superb television anyway. Indeed, I like the second season up on Netflix for nearly a month now and sitting atop of the list of Netflix all-time most popular English language series. It's had the greatest number of viewers. And I like that second season better than the first. There was less explicit sex than in the first season, but the narrative was more profoundly moving. And the secondary stories, well, they were handled very well, too, especially the whistle-down, which arguably is the primary story, because that's the one which will apparently run through every season of Bridgerton. In season two, the star-crossed lovers, who eventually get it right, are Anthony and Kate. I almost always think in these kinds of stories that it takes too long for these true lovers to eventually get together. Hey, I'm an impatient guy. In this case, Kate's half-sister, Edwina, is what gets in the way. I think it took her far too long to see how deeply Anthony loved and longed for Kate. But Edwina's almost marriage to Anthony, well, that was a great scene. And her recovery, the way Edwina began to set everyone straight, including the queen herself, was very satisfying and good to see. In fact, Edwina's transformation from child pawn to determiner and controller of events is one of the best elements of this season of Bridgerton, and it exemplifies the fundamental tenet of Bridgerton of women as the ultimate controllers of the events of men. The whistle-down narrative brings home this point in another way. And it was good to see that story progress, concluding for now with at least two other people, Delacroix and Eloise, knowing Whistledown's true identity, even if Eloise never wants to talk to Penelope, a.k.a. Whistledown, ever again. Well, that surely won't last. Eloise and her printer proto-boyfriend could well be the centerpiece of the next season and will likely have that role in some subsequent season in any case. Penelope isn't getting much joy from Colin, and it's difficult to say where that will go, in part because Colin's feelings for Penelope are unclear. 
maybe including even to himself. The acting, always excellent, was excellent again in this series. Jonathan Bailey as Anthony and Simone Ashley as Kate were well up to their leading roles, and even Golda Rushevel as Queen Charlotte upped her game. I'll see you back here whenever season three of Bridgerton is up on Netflix. And I hope you enjoyed that review of season two of Bridgerton. I will be back here, who knows, months from now, a year from now, whenever I see season three. And far sooner than that, in the days ahead, I'll have a review of the new next episode of Slow Horses and who knows what other great science fiction and police detective series I'll be reviewing here on Light On, Light Through. In the meantime, stay safe, Stay sound and do whatever you can to help those brave people of Ukraine in their growing victory over the Russian invaders. The Light on Light Through podcast. AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. Paul Levinson still codes about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.